Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast episode. Uh, today we are talking about schedules. This is uh, Facebook Friday episode number 110, rebroadcast of that. And we're talking about how to do more with your schedule, how to be more productive, how to get more done. I just want to appreciate you guys for being part of the podcast every single day. I know there's a lot of content to consume. Hopefully you guys are getting some incredible tools and resources from the show. If you haven't done so already, be sure to subscribe and share this with somebody who could benefit from the content that we share. Anyway, guys, thanks for being here and let's go get into the show. This is the Eric Hammond Show. Thanks for joining along each week as we uncover tips and strategies to help you grow your business through social media efforts like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and many other platforms. All right, guys, welcome back. Thanks again for being here every single week. If you haven't noticed, we got a new background today. We're trying new things. As always, we're here to bring you as much value as we can. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for checking the show out. And if you're listening on a podcast or reading this in some other article, thanks for consuming our content in other places. We typically do this show live every Friday morning. It's been episode, well, this is episode number 110. So we've had over two years of content, lots of backstories to go and consume and get some ideas and strategies from whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish in your business. I appreciate you guys being here though and uh, and joining us for the show today. So as it shows in the title, we're talking about schedules and everyone has that same 24 hours, right? The same 24 hours in a day, the same amount of time to accomplish incredible things. And as you look out on the horizon and see incredible business owners and entrepreneurs and uh, just amazing people, it's amazing to see what they accomplish in the same 24 hours that most everybody else has while you look at other people and they struggle to get done just one single thing in a day. So everyone's got a different priority, a different method to their madness. Uh, But I want to get into some of the ways that we try to schedule out my calendar around here so that we can be as productive as possible. I've been studying schedules and business and, you know, just making the best use of your time for a while now. I've read a bunch of books back in the day to kind of help me just make the most use of my time. What I found is that not everyone's created equal. It's an interesting way. Uh, Some people just have that mindset and that ability to stick to the schedule. Other people kind of get distracted and lost along the way. And we call it the shiny object syndrome, right? Like when somebody's just distracted by things in their life and it pulls them away from the things that they know they need to do. So I want to give you a few ideas on Number one, how to organize your calendar so that you can just live it. I, I find that every day it's just easy for me to just make a plan, stick to the plan, follow the calendar. Uh, I'm an instruction person, right? Like if somebody gives me instructions on how to do things, I will follow it letter by letter all the way through. I'm the guy that opens the Ikea box, goes right for the directions and follows them word for word. I just realize it's a better use of my time. I get more done. And when I plan it out accordingly, um, I found out my, my day is more productive and I can get the things done that I set out to do. And then usually I'm done early in the day and it allows me more time to do other things with my life, you know, whether it's hanging out with my family or uh, allowing me to maybe do some recreational activities, riding my bike, things like that or maybe it allows me to just kind of take a moment and pause for a moment and just meditate or read or you know kind of slow things
things down before the end of the day. So whatever it is you're trying to accomplish in your busy life, however your schedule looks, let's give you a few strategies on how to organize your day so that you can get more done on a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis, and we're even going to get into quarterly. Okay. So one of the first things I want to kind of work backwards from a yearly standpoint and kind of work backwards through the day. So one of the first things that I do at the beginning of every single year is understand exactly where I'm trying to go, right? So as we came into 2019, 2019 now, depending on when you watch this, um, previous to January 1st, 2019, I decided, look, what are the goals that I want to accomplish this year? You know, how many coaching clients do I want to work with? What are the courses that I want to release? You know, what are the goals of the business in general? How much income do we want to make? How many times do I want to speak, uh, you know, as far as publicly? Um, what type of new products are we going to be releasing on the market? What are my goals that I want to accomplish? And I thought, you know, if I just wait till December, obviously none of that's going to get done. So I got to break it out throughout the year and decide, okay, for example, my goal next year, just kind of looking forward towards 2020 is to create a course that we can give to our audience every single month. So that's 12 courses, right? So I've got to divide my courses into 12 months. I got to break that down and clearly know, you know, at the end of each month, am I hitting my targets? You know, are we getting a little bit behind? Uh, What do I need to do to make sure that that stays on schedule? So that's what we're going to get into today. As I break out my schedule for the year, I think about, okay, you know, again, speaking, uh, my goal is to speak several times a month. And if I see that that number starting to drop or we're not speaking as often, how can I ramp that up and get back on track and, and maybe get in front of the, the brokerages or the, the business conventions that I'm trying to speak at just so that I can get my message out there and, and bring more value to you guys. So dividing up throughout the year is important. You know, you can't just wait till the end. And maybe for some of you, you've got some big selling moments throughout the year. I know with real estate, most transactions happen between like June and August. There's a high peak of people moving. So you got to plan accordingly. Obviously, if you're trying to sell homes in January and December, it might be a little slow because people are struggling to move in those times. So you got to ramp up and know where your busy time of the year is and when you're trying to accomplish or get done the things that you're wanting to get done. But just plan out for the whole year. That's number one. And don't wait till January 1st, right? Like you don't want to wake up New Year's Day just after a long night and say, okay, it's the first of the year. What do I want to accomplish this year? That's better than not doing it at all, but it should be planned well in advance of that. So when January 1st kicks off, you're ready to roll and ready to do things. So what I would suggest is usually around October, November, start just kind of brainstorming some of the things that you want, right? So I keep a whiteboard. My actual uh, door to my office over here is a complete whiteboard. On the side, I'll start writing down all the things that I want to accomplish in the next year. You know, what are some of the strategies that I'm trying to do? Uh, What is it exactly that I want to accomplish for this year? So write down the things, you know, just again, brainstorming, write down the things that you want to accomplish. What are the big milestones that you're trying to hit this year? What are some income goals this year? That's one thing that I haven't shared before, my income goals. I've had a couple of friends who put that public statement out there and say, this is the number that we're trying to reach this year. These are the things that, you know, I would like to to earn. And it makes me a little nervous, Um, you know, number one, for people to know how much money I make, but for two, I just like, what if I don't hit that number? So I've got a really good friend uh, up in Idaho who does that every single year. And on January 1st, he makes a statement and says, this is how much money I want to make, you know, whatever that number is. You know, I want to make $200,000 and this is how I'm going to do to do it. And, uh, you know, it's public, it's out there for everybody to see. And so by doing that, it allows everybody that he knows to hold uh, him accountable. So that might be something that you consider is publicly announcing your goals on January 1st, just to have that accountability. So people ask you, you know, Hey, Eric, I saw that you're trying to make this much money this year. How's that going? Or I see that you want to do this this year. How's that going? Right? So maybe publicly announcing your goals might be a benefit, but break down your goals. uh, See what it is, you know, in October, start brainstorming what those ideas are. As you get through November and December, start writing them out specifically. So again, how much money, you know, how many widgets do you want to sell this year? 
if you're speaking, how many times you want to speak this year. If you're taking on new clients, you know, as a coach, how many coaching students each month do I want to add to the list? If there's a goal, you know, by the end of the year, I want to add, you know, 20 or 50 or whatever that number becomes, you know, how am I going to do that throughout the year? Um, for us right now, our goal is to take on three new coaching clients per month. And so each month I've got to add three. And if I don't hit three, then the next month I got to pick up the one or two that I didn't get. So, you know, what, again, what are the steps that you're going to do to get there? So once you understand your goals and completely understand, you know, what my targets are, you've got to now reverse engineer that and say, what are the actions that I need to do to make this happen? So <clears throat> let me just give you a couple examples here. If my goal was to bring on three new coaching clients each month, that would be 36 for the year. Um, with a lot of our clients, they're not a year over a year over a year uh, basis, meaning that they don't continue with us. A lot of times they grow, we help them expand, we help them get the marketing team that they need. So they don't need us anymore. And that's, that's exactly my plan. I don't want to have somebody who's with us for five years because if they're still with us for five years, it means that I haven't been able to get them to grow to the level that they should be growing. So usually I want to work with somebody for a year, maybe 18 months max, and then push them on to the next thing, right? Like they're probably plateauing after that point. And so I can only bring them so far. And I understand that I'm just a stepping stone to the next person. So, but again, if my goal is three per month, what are the things that I need to do to bring in three per month? I need to understand my conversion ratio, right? So I need to say, okay, if I speak every month and I'm in front of, let's just say a hundred people out of those hundred people, I would invite them to, to talk to me, to take on a consultation, to just see how their marketing is going to see if it makes sense. So I know how many, uh, you know, free consultations it's going to take for me to get in front of, to close three clients. So again, I'm working my numbers backwards to know those things. So if you're trying to sell a hundred widgets, how many people do you need to be in front of to sell those hundred widgets? So now you can work backwards from there and say, for me, if I need to be in front of a hundred people each month to sell or to, to close three clients, how am I going to get in front of a hundred people every single month? You know, there, there might be one lunch or one event that I can get in front of a hundred people, but more realistically, there might be three or four events that, you know, have uh, 25, 30 people that show up to an event. So if I can be in front of, you know, groups of 30, that allows me to be a little bit more intimate, make that one-on-one -on -one connection. If I'm speaking from a stage with several hundred people, it's harder for me to make that one-on-one -on -one connection. So I like the more intimate ones where I can get to know people, find out what they're struggling with, answer those one-on-one -on -one questions, right? So I try to set up, you know, three or four um, speaking engagements throughout the month where I speak to 25 or 30 people. And, and again, how do I get to that number, right? So I've got to go meet business owners and people that want me to speak in front of them and get invited to those kind of scenarios. So just start working backwards, right? All the way to the beginning of how do I get in front of this so that this happens and this happens and this happens. And then at the end, I'm able to sell or close or convert the, the number that I need to. Hopefully this is making sense to you. Um, so now that I've got my yearly goal set up, again, we're kind of breaking it down to monthly and quarterly, right? So some goals happen on a quarterly basis. So what are some goals that you might have quarterly, right? You might have sales goals quarterly. You might have, you know, again, bigger things that happen on a quarterly basis. You know, maybe there's some things that you're trying to accomplish. Maybe you're buying investment properties, right? That's one thing that we talk about around here. Uh, I came from the real estate investing world. Maybe you have a goal of flipping one house per quarter or buying a new rental property per quarter. That's something that's harder to track on a monthly and weekly basis. So you say, okay, if my goal is to buy one uh, rental property per quarter, that means that I need to save enough money for the down payment. You know, I need to make enough offers so that I can get accepted. I need to start, you know, preparing my financing. I need to set up enough money to set aside uh, for six months. I, I tell people have six months of income set aside as your reserve so that you can pay mortgage payments. You can make repairs. You can deal with vacancies, things like that. 
So if I'm trying to buy a property every quarter in three months, I need to save up six months of expenses for that property, right? So how am I going to do that? How can I delegate these funds to be set aside for that money to happen? So think about your yearly, think about your quarterly. And I think when it comes down to monthly, it's a little bit easier because those things happen every month, right? Like with the three new clients for me, we talked about that. Now let's get down into weekly and daily activities, okay? When it comes down to weekly, so if I'm trying to get in front of four groups of 30 people to speak in front of, I've got to say, okay, every week I've got to set this aside. Maybe some weeks have two speaking engagements. Like this week I spoke a couple times. That works out really well. Uh, That means that I get one week off and I don't have to speak that week. But if my goal is to speak in front of 30 people each week to hit my numbers, what am I going to do again to line up each week? So I got to block it out of my calendar. So again, one thing that I do is say, okay, my goal is to speak on Thursdays. That's the day that works best for me typically. And so I just block out on my schedule. This is something that you do. You're planning for the future, right? Every single Thursday I've got blocked out. I'm going to speak somewhere. I might not know where it's going to be, but at least I've got that time. And then when somebody pops up and says, Hey Eric, we'd love to have you come speak at our office. You know, once your availability, I say Thursdays, you know, 10 or 11 o'clock is usually when I like to do it. It's before lunch or it's kind of during that lunchtime. So people are kind of already ready taking a break. Um, and, and it's just mapped out that way. I don't have to think about it. I just know that I'm, I'm good to go. I have a couple events that happen month after month after month on the same Thursday of every month makes it really easy for me as well. So plan for the future of things that might not be happening yet, right? So if you're a real estate agent and you're saying, okay, I want to take, you know, five listing appointments per month, maybe you say, okay, Thursdays are my listing appointments day. And that's the day that I prepared and I'm ready to go. And I meet with the client who's ready to sell their house and Thursday at whatever time it is, you know, 10 AM, that's the day that I go meet with homeowners to try to sell their house. If maybe you decide I want to work with buyers too, maybe you say Monday is my buyer's day and I want to meet with new buyers on Monday mornings just to kind of kick off the week and say, okay, I'm going to sit down with you. We're going to go through all of your needs and find out exactly what you're looking for in your next property. That way we have the whole week to search for stuff. Maybe Thursday or Friday, we can start looking at actual homes, right? So plan out these days, even though you don't know specifically who or when or what's going to happen, you know in your calendar that that day is blocked out for that event to happen. Now comes the good stuff, the daily activities. When it comes to daily activities, I've already known, again, all the activities that I have to do to make that happen. Let me give you another another example. And I'm sorry we're staying so much on real estate. It's just that this is how my mind works. And I know it can correlate to what you're doing too in your business. So for me, I knew when we had our real estate team, right? We were selling 225 to 250 homes per year. I knew all the way down to each day exactly what activities we had to do. I knew that we needed four people on the phone every single day calling 250 phone numbers. So each person called 250 phone numbers. That became a thousand phone numbers every single day. I knew if we called a thousand people, that would typically set up about three to four listing appointments per caller per day for our team to go on. And that would get us to the numbers that we needed to. So every single day, I knew that my team had to call those 250 people. They had to set up those appointments so that every single day it would just domino down to our goal of getting to 250 transactions, right? So if you understand working again backwards from the year to the quarter, to the month, to the week, to the day, what do I need to do every single day to make these things happen? For me on speaking, right? I know that if I create this show, Facebook Friday, that this is going to be broadcast out on our Facebook channel. It's going to be out on YouTube. It's going to be out on our podcast. It's going to be out on our newsletter. It's going to be pushed out through all of our media distributions. And by doing this, it's going to get in front of the right people and allow us to be heard, to be seen and allow me to make connections with new people so that I can book these speaking engagements. The other things that we do is run uh, an ad for this. So if you're seeing this in an ad form, you're being targeted because I want to connect with you and I would love to speak at your brokerage, uh, at your office. You know, if you're selling insurance and you 
we've got an insurance brokerage, I'd love to come speak there. If, if you're a group of chiropractors, I'd love to come speak there. If you're a health coach, you know, and you have an event coming up, I would love to speak there. So I'm targeting you on different social media channels with my content in hopes that it leads you down my funnel and, and gets me the opportunity to speak in an event that you're going to be at. So all my actions throughout the year come down to what do I need to do every single day? I know that I need to create this show on Friday. I know that I need to do our Ask Eric show on Monday. I know that I need to create content every single day in the form of about a five to seven minute live video. If you haven't seen those, check out my Eric Hammond brand Facebook page where we go live. I go live every single day and just give some content, answer some questions, give some value to the audience that's following along. I know that we need to create a written blog every single week. I know that we need to create lots and lots of content around here for these things to happen. So now I know exactly what needs to happen every single day so that all, again, all my dominoes knock over and I hit my goals at the end of the year. See how this all ties together? Now let me get it down to a little bit more finite. If I understood that there was three items, that's all I try to focus on, okay? We're going to talk about A, B, and C items that you need to get done throughout the day. The A items, the three, I always call them three items because you can really only tackle three major tasks throughout the day. This would be one of my major tasks that I'm going to create today. It takes me about an hour to prepare for this today. Uh, it takes me about 30 minutes to create this show. If you're watching, uh, and it's one of the bigger events that happens throughout the day. I have two more events that are happening, not like this, but other two big events that usually take about an hour throughout the day to prepare for, to accomplish, to make sure that they're good done. So my three events or three items are called my A items. And I basically plan them out for hour long slots with an hour gap in between to have a buffer, right? So this is at 10 o'clock, my next one's at noon, and then my next one's at two o'clock. And those can kind of move around a little bit if I need to like if I need to bump the noon to one o'clock or the two to four o'clock. But for the most part, they're basically booked in two hour events but I know that that thing's gonna take about an hour for me to do. What happens now is that I've got three big events with some space in between each of them for my B events, okay? So I typically budget an hour for A items. I'll typically budget about 15 to 30 minutes for my B items and I try to have no more than five and sometimes a sixth B item. What happens with the B items is those are things that should get done today, okay? So A items have to happen today. I can't do Facebook Friday on a Saturday, right? I can't do my Ask Eric show on Monday, but have it, sh or I can't do it, it's supposed to be on Monday, I can't have it happen on Tuesday because it has to happen on Monday. So A items have to happen the day that you schedule them for. B items should happen, right? I'm just trying to give you an example of a B item. Okay, a B item today. We record a lot of B-roll for our vlog, which basically helps tell the story of the vlog throughout the week, right? So I have a great uh, piece of content that goes with our vlog this week. I have trying to incorporate some of the other stories. Like right now, there's a camera right over there that's capturing this. That will turn into some of the B-roll for this vlog because it's helping tell the story of what happened throughout my week. So today, one of my B items is I need to go record some B-roll to help tell the story of our vlog. If that doesn't happen today, it's okay that it happens tomorrow because it's not timestamp for today. So again, my B item, ironically, is a B roll. There might be four other things that happen today, right? Like, um, I don't know, I can't think of any other things right now, but there's a couple B items that happened to happen today. I should have printed out my schedule site. Could have gone through this with you. But my four or five B items fit in between my A items, right? So between 11 and 12, I have maybe two B items. Between uh, one and two, I have a couple more B items. And then later in the day, I have a couple more B items. So those should get done today, but they can get pushed over 
if they have to. The last item is C items. These are little things that maybe take five minutes that I can just kind of fill them in, check them off the list. They're great to get done, uh, but again, they're not required. They're more likely needing to happen this week, okay? So I'll give you an example. One of the things is um, I just closed a real estate commission. We got our check in the mail. Uh, it's a C item to go deposit it, but again, it's nice to have the money in the bank, so I need to go deposit this check. That is not an A item, right? It's not gonna take me an hour. It doesn't have to happen today. It's not a B item because it's not required for business to keep moving today, but it's something that I wanna get done. So a C item is something that I want to have happen this week, but if it gets pushed out to next week, it's gonna be okay. So that's a C item for me. So I try to plug in probably another four or five little C items that can just kind of trickle into the schedule and fill in the gaps, right? So if I have a minute here or there, I'm gonna be able to do it. So I put in a bunch of C items in between the A and Bs, okay? So now I've got three A items, let me hold up three, three A items, five B items, and maybe another four or five C items. It's kind of like that analogy. Remember, uh, you probably had a teacher who did this. I did when I was in high school. They had a big uh, jar, right? And they had a whole bunch of rocks, a whole bunch of gravel, and then a whole bunch of sand. And they said, if you put the sand in first, it's gonna fill up space. And then you put the gravel in first, it's gonna fill up space. You'll never be able to fill up the big rocks. But if you put the big rocks in, and then you put the gravel in, it kind of fills in the space between these big rocks. I wish I would have done this today. That would have been a great analogy for the show. But then I put the sand in last. The sand fills in a spot and I can fit everything into that one jar. That's exactly like your schedule. If you do the C items first in the day, if I go deposit my check and you know follow up with a few people and do those little C items that don't matter as much, and then I try to get my B items, like I might get a few B items done, but I'm definitely not getting any of my A items accomplished. Same thing. If I put the sand in first and then the gravel, I might get one rock in there, but definitely not all three of them. So you got to get the big things done first. You got to get them on your schedule, map them out. I print my schedule out every single day. It's sitting right over there, which I had it in the screen here. Uh, but I put my A items on my schedule, right? It's printed, it's there for me to see. Then I handwrite in my B items. I might move things around if I need to. And then my C items go in last. And every single day, at the end of the day, my whole calendar is mapped out for the next day, right? So I plan Friday on Thursday. By the end of the day, Thursday, I know exactly what I need to do. There might be room for a couple more items to be squeezed in there. But for the most part, I print out my schedule. Friday morning, I wake up and I just follow directions, right? I need to do this. I need to do that. I need it at 10 a.m. I'm here. I'm live. I'm bringing value to you guys. And I know at 11 o'clock, something else is on the schedule. So just wake up, follow the schedule, stick to the plan. And then at the end of the year, when you're toasting everybody for New Year's, all your goals have happened and you're able to just celebrate, right? It's not one of those like, oh my gosh, September is almost here. I haven't done anything that was on the plans. I'm not even close to hitting the goals that I wanted to accomplish. Guys, you just have to stick to the schedule. It's just like baking a cake or building an Ikea cabinet. You just follow the directions, stick to the schedule throughout the year, every single day. Boom, boom, boom. You'll know exactly what you need to do. You're going to realize that your eight items are going to repeat day after day for the most part. Like this Facebook Friday, it's a once a week type of thing. But for the most part, you're going to have a couple A items that show up every single day. You're going to have quite a few B items that show up every single day, right? Like checking email for me, I try to only do it twice a day because I don't want to be distracted with all the little spam that comes in and other things that go on. So a, a B item for me is check my email in the morning, first thing, and then check it again probably around two o'clock in the afternoon. That's it. Twice a day is all I need because I'm organized. 
and I know how to keep my schedule organized. What this is going to allow you to do is it's going to maximize the time that you have at work, right? So many of us have so few hours that we can dedicate directly towards work. We show up at, you know, seven, eight, nine in the morning and we check out at five, six, seven, eight at night, whatever that is. We have our time. Use the time that you're at work to work. I work from home and I know that many of you guys have different office environments and different work schedules and some of you work in the morning and then take the afternoons off, whatever it is. Here's my advice for you. And I read this a long time ago and it's probably been the best advice I've ever had when it comes to schedule. If you're at work, work. If you're with your family, be with your family. If you're trying to rest and meditate and relax, do that. The last thing that you should be doing is when you're you're spending time with your family and you're like, hey guys, I've got two hours to play with you and run around with you and have dinner with you and do your thing with your family, put down the phone. Close your laptop. Don't be responding to messages. Pay attention to your family. Guys, the parents that just stare at their phone and try to do their thing when they're trying to entertain their kids, it doesn't work. And I know so many of you struggle with that and you're like, well, Eric, I've got to work. I've got to be there to answer my phone. You know, I want to be there for my clients all the time. This is what I do. I let my clients know I am not available between the hours of 5 p.m. and 7 because it is family time. I check out completely. I am gone. No one's getting a hold of me. I leave my phone in my office and I'm with my family and my kids and I'm just having fun with them, playing games with them, reading them stories, tucking them in at night. It's my time to be with them. And the last thing I want to do is answer a call from one of you. But at 7.01, I'm back to it. Really. At 7.01 p.m., I love what I do. So don't think about this as, oh my gosh, Eric's a workaholic. At 7.01 to 9, I come back and I get two hours more of work done. Uh, Once in a while, there's an email that pops up that I have to get to. I'm not trying to check them, but it happens. I'll read. I'll get the stuff done at night that I need to. I'll plan for my next day. I know my work hours. When I'm at work, I'm at work. My family knows, do not open that door. They know that I am not to be bothered. They know that when I'm in here, I got to get my stuff done. I'll go have lunch with them often throughout the day. I'll take my time. But when I'm at work, I'm at work. And you guys need to have that same discipline. You're going to realize that when you stick to your schedule, you'll get done. 10 times as much stuff uh, throughout the day as if you were to just wake up and say, okay, here's my to-do list. I've got to check these things off. You're probably going to get through about three or four, maybe even five of the 10 or 15 things that are on your to-do list, but you won't get through them all. What's going to happen is you're going to do the fun things first and you're going to avoid the bigger things that need to get done. For an example, right now I'm creating a course that's probably going to be about 10 hours long. If I put it on my to-do list every day and just said, you know what, I'll get to it when I get to it, it'll never get done. But the fact that I'm making that an A item that I've got to record an hour of content every single day, I can bang that thing out in two weeks and it's done. And now you have an incredible course that's coming in September and I'm really excited for it. And I hope that when the time comes, you'll be interested in it. It's all about how to work with a VA and grow your team and delegate some activities from your team that you can not have to do anymore. So my point is, is that if you prioritize your schedule and map it out and plan it out for the things that you need to get done, you're going to get done incredible stuff. Your business is going to soar. You're going to hit those big goals. Don't just make your goals simple, right? Like if I had a goal of selling whatever 50 homes a year, which may be massive for you, that's great. But try for a hundred, right? Like live your life as if you're going to double down on your goals. As Grant Cardone says, 10 X your life, 10 times your goals, go big or go home. Try to do things that you didn't think possible goals that just keep you up at night because you're scared of how you're going to accomplish them. That's the type of life that I want to live. And that's the type of life that I want you guys to have as well. This has been a good show. I hope that you guys are able to uh, follow along and, and make your schedule work. Again, it's August. It's almost September. So if you haven't planned out 2020 yet, that's okay. If you're living through 2019 just day by day by day, maybe map out the last quarter of the year, right? You've got four months left, September, October, November, and December. Map out the next four months. Plan out your days. Plan out your weeks, your months. 
see what you can be accomplished. You'd be amazed if you just map out the next four months of this year, what you can get done uh, by the time 2020 rolls around. And as we get into October and November, I'm sure we're going to have another great video uh, on how to prepare for the goals that you have coming up in 2020. I'm excited. The future looks amazing. There's going to be some incredible stuff that's coming down the road. I read yesterday that we're going to have space tugboats coming up, so that's going to be cool, something to look forward to. Don't know how that's going to work out, but anyway. Guys, thanks for being here every single Friday. Happy Friday. Enjoy your weekend. Put the phone down when you're done with work this weekend and go have some fun with your kids. Thanks for being here every single week. We'll see you next week. Till then, I'm Eric. Thanks for following along. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for joining us on today's show. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to get these podcasts delivered to you every week as we share strategies on how to grow your business with social media. I'm Eric Hammond of the Orange Stack. We'll see you next time.